There we go. All set. I apologize if I didn't send the link. Oh, no, that's okay. I just didn't see it. Maybe maybe it went to junk or something. You never oh, know. It could have, yeah. All right. So thank you for volunteering for this. Yeah. So excited to do your reading for you. Um, so tell me what you know about astrology or life path astrology and what Nothing. got you what, so what got you interested in the reading um so I mean I've done I've done other sorts of you know readings before I've done a little bit of Reiki um very limited um opportunity there but um I've had cards read before um and so when you were there was like this seems kind of cool um and then um to not sound so hokey but all the stars aligned when it was talking about life path and um there's some things going on that i'm like huh it might be interesting to see what what's uh what the stars have to tell me so mm -hmm. um and then uh, just a couple of days ago i'll be honest i was like i have no idea what i got myself into so i was just doing a little googling um and about the importance of like the the birth time and stuff like that mm -hmm. so very limited <laughs> Okay. All right. So I'm just kind of going to tell you a little bit about it as we are actually going through your reading. Okay. But basically life path astrology is based on your birth chart. So it's okay. based on um, kind of your purpose of why you came into this world, while, why your soul came into this world. Um, and it is based on where all the planets were at the time of your birth, okay. um, which is why I asked for the birth time. Um, so it's, if it's within like a couple of hours, it's really not, you know, doesn't make a huge difference. Mm -hmm. um, I just, that's why I usually ask for like, at least was it like morning, afternoon? And the reason for that is because um, if you don't have the time, it could skew some of the results. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, if the moon was in one sign and the moon is one of those bodies that moves relatively quickly through all the signs, then, you know, it could have been like in between. Mm -hmm. So let, I'm just going to screen share. Okay. And I will show you what your chart looks like and I will send you a copy of it oh, too cool. so that you can take a look at it. Oops, let's get rid of that. Okay. So this is your chart. Okay. Can you see it? Okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. Um, if I zoom up, if I zoom in too much, it'll make itself way too big. <laughs> so I actually, when I pulled your chart, um, I was pretty excited because you have a lot of Scorpio in your chart, which is my sign. So oh. I always love talking about Scorpio. So the first thing that I'm just going to give you a little bit of information on is your sun sign, which is the sign that you were born under, which for you is Libra. Mm -hmm. So the biggest things about Libra is so our sun sign is um is how we see ourselves right it's what we mostly identify with so Libra is um they tend to be um peacemakers right because Libra is that balance scale um they're looking for that balance in life they're looking for harmony um they um can sometimes because they are looking for that perfection and that harmony can sometimes be a little bit indecisive when it comes to decision-making, um, which can get in the way of um, their goals or making decisions, not so much their goals, but really making decisions. So they really like to weigh out those pros and cons of each decision a lot. 
do you do you feel like you oh, yeah. identify with that? Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so that's your sun sign. Now, your ascending sign is Cancer, which is actually mine also. <laughs> um, and your ascending sign is how other people see you. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the characteristics of Cancer are they are very nurturing. Um, they can some be described kind of like a mama bear um, so they can be protective um, they also tend to be very sensitive towards their environment emotions they can be very intuitive um, so those are the characteristics that other people see in you so if you you know have people that tend to gravitate towards you because you know maybe they think that you are kind of like that shoulder to cry on, mm-hmm. um, then, then they will seek out, seek you out because that's kind of how they feel about you. That's how you present yourself to people around you. Any thought, any questions? Yeah, that's, that's very far? interesting. I've, I've heard all of the, so many of those things said about me by other mm-hmm. people. So that's very interesting. Right. And sometimes yeah. we don't see that within ourselves, Yeah. Um, which is why like doing these readings can be a little eye opening because you could be like, Oh, why am I attracting all these people to me all the time? Like I have no <laughs> idea. Like what do they want from me? Yeah. Um, but that is why, because that is how other people see you. That's very how you cool. present yourself to them. Yeah. Um, so the thing that I'm going to move to is, um, I was pointing and then I realized you can't see me pointing. Uh-huh. So I'm going to focus on this area right here. So this is your stellium and stellium is basically a collection of planets all in one area. So whenever you have three or more planets in the same sign, um, it's called a stellium. Okay. So for you, like I said, it is in Scorpio. And if you know anything about Scorpio. Scorpios tend to be very, um, they're very deep. Sometimes they could be considered um, mystical even. Um, They like to dig deep. Uh, So in the zodiac world, they're kind of called the detectives of the zodiac. So people who like to do a lot of research and really like to keep digging deep, deep, deep until they kind of find out the truth. Um, Now for you, that's where some of those planets are. So I'm going to go through each one of the planets and kind of tell you what they represent when they are located in Scorpio. Um, So your first one is um, this right here, which is Venus. So there's definitely that Venusian energy in um, within Scorpio. Now, Venus is um, the planet of, so everybody knows Venus is the planet of love, right? Mm-hmm. But it really goes a lot deeper than that. It, it comes down more to like really the, what it values in life. So Venus and Scorpio really values a lot of depth. Um, you know, again, that commitment to um, finding the truth the commitment to realness, um, commitment to relationships. And I know you had mentioned some family struggles. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, maybe there is something going on in terms of, um, I don't know what your family conflict is, but 
Venus in Scorpio means that like when, when Scorpio is in a relationship, they're like all in. Okay. They like, it's almost like, like they're, they dig their nails into the relationship. (laughs) And um, sometimes they could get to the point of being maybe even a little bit more obsessive. Um, But the point is that the commitment is there. So whenever there is a struggle in a relationship, that Scorpio energy can can really struggle with it. And it can almost go from like one extreme to the next. It could go from, right, because the Scorpio has that stinger. So it Mm -hmm. can go from, okay, if I've given it my all and I don't feel that it's reciprocated, then it's like, you're dead to me now. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to completely go from like that one one side of the spectrum to the other. Would you say that that resonates Um, with you when it comes to really, and it could be. Yeah. I mean, I always just thought it was because I was Irish and I hold grudges, but um, yeah. Or, or like the dead to me thing is, Mm -hmm. is I'm laughing about that because it's like, if you, and I'm not, I mean, this doesn't happen often, but it's like, if you've harmed me or harmed somebody close to me, I'm done. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So that is, that's Scorpio energy right there. Interesting. Um, Yeah. Because that's like my, that's my personality. (laughs) I know that. I know that all too well. (laughs) Um, So that's Venus. That's kind of what Venus and and Scorpio represents for you. Now, the next, the next one right here, kind of looks like an H here (laughs) with the cross. That is Saturn. And Saturn is considered like the, the father figure of the solar system. So that's kind of it, it, it actually, it's called the challenger. Saturn likes to see um, action. So if you are feeling, you know, stuck or stagnant in something, if you feel like you're like really taking your time in it, then, then, then Saturn is going to be like, okay, what's going on? I need you to move. I need you to, you know, do what it is that you need to do. So, um, you know, with, again, with Scorpio energy, there's that honesty, no BS being direct about the things that need to be done. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that could come out in um, even like confrontations with people. Um, Not always direct confrontations. Sometimes there may be a little bit of a passive aggressive energy there. I see you shaking your head. (laughs) (laughs) Relating to that, yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so, you know, seeing the action is what what your Saturn wants to see. Okay. And then your um, last planet in here, the little P here, Mm -hmm. that is Pluto. And Pluto actually rules Mercury. So every zodiac sign has a ruler planet. Uh, and some zodiacs have the same ruler planet, but Pluto's the only one that that rules. Um, it only rules Mercury. And again, it's that ideology of um, truth seeking. But one of the problems with Pluto and Scorpio that could exist is that um, almost like again that ideology of like there's only one truth, mm. and that can keep you stuck sometimes maybe not wanting to hear 
other side of the story from people. Like if you believe something and you're set in it, um, then, you know, there may be a hard time accepting that there's another way to look at something. Okay. So stop me if you have any questions. Not, not so far. Okay, now. This is very interesting. Yeah, it is, it is pretty cool. And it, it can be cool. very eye-opening. Yeah. Validating in some points and then eye-opening in yeah. others for sure. Now, the last thing that you have in Scorpio is Lilith, which is right here. And Lilith is not a planet, obviously, um, but it's an asteroid. And the thing with Lilith, Lilith as an asteroid, it's um, this characteristic of you or this part of you that acts out when it's provoked. So again, as a provoked Lilith in Scorpio, there could be that energy of either being passive aggressive, um, maybe giving people silent treatment when you get provoked, um, maybe even like some manipulative energy whenever you're feeling provoked. So um, one of the ways to kind of combat that, so whenever you're feeling yourself getting provoked, I don't, I don't know if that is how you tend to react um, when you're feeling angry or you're feeling provoked, is just kind of reminding yourself to like own your own truth, right? So if you, if you firmly believe it and if you feel like this is my truth, um, then it helps you not react when you are feeling provoked and then when it's kind of bringing up all those things and emotions in you. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. That's something I've been uh, working on. <laughs> like okay. Acknowledging, like you said, moments of being provoked and then taking an extra moment to not react in, in some of these ways, which is usually passive aggressive or mm -hmm. silent treatment. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, and the other thing with Lilith that like, once, once you know that, that this is why mm -hmm. you could be reacting the way that you're reacting, it also kind of forces you to um, like not beat yourself up over it. Yeah. Because then you have that understanding of, oh, I know why I'm, I'm reacting that way. It's, yeah. You know, because there's actually something in my birth chart, there's something in that, in my blueprint that um, is, almost like this is how I'm programmed mm -hmm. to react, right? So that's your Scorpio. So again, okay. lots of stuff, lots of stuff going on yeah. in there. Um, now your moon is in Aries. So it's actually like right on the other side, right on the other side of everything else that's going on. So that's okay. where the moon was when you were born. Uh, now the, our, the moon is really that like, subconscious energy it's more of our emotional energy um and aries is uh aries is the first sign of the zodiac so it is very passionate okay there's a lot of fire energy with aries it's a fire sign um so they tend to express their emotions through excitement hmm Yeah, that makes sense. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So again, if you 
and and sometimes it could be on a subconscious level so you might mm-hmm. get excited about something and you might not even like really um have that conscious awareness of like why why am I feeling so excited about this like maybe it's not that big of a deal but why am I so excited about it so that's like on a subconscious level of uh moon influence for you Hmm. and then you have so Lilith was the one asteroid that's really important the other one is Chiron which is right over here and (laughs) Chiron is um, so in life path astrology, Chiron is that asteroid that is, um, it's called the wounded healer. So it's said that this is a wound that our soul comes to earth with. with. Um, and it's a wound that we tend to be really good at helping other people heal, but we can't heal or we have a hard time healing it within ourselves. So for you, it is in Gemini. And Gemini is a sign of, I don't know if you know too much about Gemini, Mm -hmm. but Gemini is a sign. So it's the twins, Mm -hmm. right? It's the two pillars. It's a sign. And it's not like a sibling twins kind of thing. Um, it's, It's the sign of polarity. So like two sides to every story. So So the struggle or the wound is like struggling to understand, um, struggling to understand yourself, sometimes maybe being confused. So Gemini is is masculine and feminine energy that form the sign of, of Gemini. So when you have a wound there, there's, again, that struggle of and confusion about which energy to use when. Hmm. I'll let you process that for a second. That's interesting. And so when you say masculine and feminine, do you, do you literally mean the things that we would typically attribute to both of those? You know, when we think of something that's masculine or, you know, we, you know, we think maybe a little bit more powerful or strong and then in feminine, we think something like, I don't want to say weak, but you would think of something being maybe being, maybe being more nurturing, et cetera, mm-hmm. like the typical yeah. thing yes. that we would attribute to those. Yes. I mean, it, it definitely goes deeper than like, you know, how we think a man mm-hmm. should act versus how we think a, a woman should act. But mm-hmm. um, we think of it in terms of like, so masculine are your fire and um, earth energies. So they are the ones that are like practical, analytical thought process, whereas feminine is more of like, beauty and emotion like you said that emotional and, mm-hmm. and nurture um so those are like your air and your water signs tend to be more of, of that um feminine energy so again having that wound there there there's that that it, it's almost like a tug of war with mm-hmm. both of those energies right like you identify with both of them uh, but maybe you're not sure which one to use when um and it could be that constant struggle um but you are very good at again guiding and assisting <laughs> assisting others to yeah. figure that part out um so I'm not sure what you I know you work at UB but what do you do well so actually I I only work at UB I'm an adjunct there so I'm a, I'm a professor at the grad school um I teach a class um once a semester 
Um, and then I actually, my, my day job is I am a um, project manager for the NFTA. So for okay. the, for the transit authority. And it's, it's funny that you say this because I'm, I do struggle with that quite a bit, especially in my, in, in the industry, it's, it's, it's a male dominated industry. Mm-hmm. Right. And so um, there are definitely it, it, work in particular, I can, I can totally relate to, to this of what you're saying about the struggling. It's like, do you, you know, do you take a hard stand on something or, or do you, and you put your foot down or do you, um, you know, are, do you, do you put a little bit more emotion into your, you know, your decision, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's very interesting. Right. And yeah. And this is real, you could really use that Libra energy because that is your sun sign. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Libra is an air sign, which is very feminine energy. Libra is all about femininity, beauty, just like bringing that beauty into the world, um, finding that harmony. So as much as like, it's a struggle for Gemini, for mm-hmm. Libra, it's actually, it's innate, like gift and ability. So um, I would definitely encourage you to, to bring that out more, like trusting that intuition okay. for yourself of knowing when to use which energy and okay. that's going to help you heal that wound because that now that brings us to the last few things on here, which are your Midhaven and your nodes so the nodes are their moon nodes so like there's the south side of the moon and there's the north side of the moon so um the your north node is right here in taurus which is not too far from your chiron and gemini they're actually like right next to one another so your um north node is kind of that challenge leading you that leads you to your destiny. And that's for you is in Taurus, which Taurus is the opposite of Scorpio. So it's coming back to that Scorpio energy again, with your North node being in Scorpio or in Taurus, your South node is in Scorpio, which your South node is your innate gift. And your gift is to, again, go deep. So bringing those two together, the challenge and the gift, Mm -hmm. it's just staying consistent with going deep. So like stay, it's it's staying true to yourself. So really working on, again, with that Chiron, working on learning how to trust yourself, trust that intuition with knowing which energy to trust when, and then bringing those two gifts together with your nodes of just staying consistent and going deep with your truth. Very cool. And then the last thing that I want to bring up is, is this line right here, which okay. is a Midhaven line. So when it comes to, so currently for you, when it comes to connecting with your like spirituality and intuition, where, where do you think you are with that? I mean, I feel, I, well, um, spirituality, I'm not really sure. 
Um, but intuition, I feel um, pretty in tune. Like I, I trust my gut a lot, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not always right in the sense where, so like, for example, um, you know, I had, I, and, and this is kind of um, maybe I, in, in a sense of an overreactive intuition, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. um, I, I, I'll give you a, a very concrete example. So I had an interview last week, right? Um, and I was very prepared. I was very confident. Um, it's internal promotion. And, um, you know, I thought um, I, w- I thought it was, I was prepared here, right? Mm-hmm. And then, um, all of the questions that they were asking were here <laughs> where I wasn't prepared. Um, and so I, you know, I did my best, but I, I left there and I was like, Oh Lord, that was awful. Um, and I was very like worked up about it and mm-hmm. like, you know, very like, Oh, that was terrible. That was terrible. Can't believe how bad that went. Um, and I, and I think, and when I say my intuition, because it was like, maybe like nervous feeling. And then I, and then I overreacted to that feeling. It mm-hmm. went well. And I have a second interview next week. So obviously it was wrong. Um, but maybe that wasn't intuition. Maybe that was just nerves or something, but usually I know like if something's off with somebody or with me or whatever, or something, you know, just doesn't feel right. It's usually right. My, mm-hmm. my intuition is usually, my gut's usually right. Yeah. So that like, so like, your Medhaven is actually kind of like your it's almost like what your soul's gift is mm-hmm. without you re- even realizing that it's your gift okay. and for you it's in Pisces and Pisces is the last sign of the zodiac um, and it is actually said to be like the sign of the zodiac that connects us between um the earth world and the heavens so like the all the other dimensions and the realms outside of what we know as our earth um so pisces tend to be very spiritual they tend to be very connected to their intuition um but the midhaven in pisces means that for you, it's actually a gift to help others connect with their own intuition, hmm. which also goes back to that ascending for you in cancer. Also a water sign, Pisces mm-hmm. and cancer, both water signs. Um, so that again, that is kind of what other people see in you. When you, hmm. when they look at you, they see you as somebody who is, um, connected to themselves and is able to help them bring that connection into their world interesting so that that was all that was in your chart in terms Mm -hmm. of like the planets and the signs now there your birth chart is also um separated into different houses and I just made some notes in terms of like, some things that um no can I, can I just ask a quick question yeah. what do like the blue lines and like the red line and then I see another um I don't know I don't know what that is forgive me but the one um what does it look like uh there there's a bunch of planets in this other one that, yeah so I'm actually not really sure what the lines are. Oh, they okay. never went over the lines. So I'm not okay. sure like if there is um, much significance Just curious, to the yeah. lines. Um, 
the numbers next to the planets are just mm-hmm. like degrees of where the planets were oh, okay. at that okay. time. So um, yeah, I'm not really sure what the lines are. Yeah. Um, that is something that I will, being a Scorpio, I am going to dig <laughs> and find <Yeah>. out. <laughs> I didn't know because they're, they're different colors. So I didn't know if they meant, you know, different things or mm-hmm. whatever. Just curious. Yeah, I'll find out. I, yeah, I don't really know if the colors necessarily mean anything. Um, like with the signs, the colors signify like if they are a water sign or a fire mm-hmm. sign or like an earth sign. But I'm not really sure. Yeah, I'm not really sure about these. Yeah. But the two houses that I looked at for you were like your, um, can you tell me what that means? What houses are? So the houses are, if you see that right in here. Okay. So each planet has like its home base. Okay. Um, so like, because it, not each planet is zodiac sign. So Aries is the first sign of the zodiac. Um, so it's home base is the first house, which is that like, that's where the planet originated mm. when it was formed or the zodiac sign, sorry, keep going okay. back to the planets, <laughs> the zodiac sign. So when they go in a row, like Aries is the first sign. So that would be like the first house. Taurus is the second sign. It would be the okay. second house. Um, so it's like the sign is kind of like the room And then the house is like the house that it's in. Um, But obviously as the planets and the signs shift around, they are not always in their home Mm -hmm. base. Um, But each house has a different meaning of like what it represents. So the, one of the houses that I looked at for you was like partnerships and relationships. Cause you had mentioned that was one of your questions. So that is seventh house. And for you, it is in Capricorn. So Capricorn is earth energy. And Capricorn is very much, um, I don't want to, well, maybe like set in their ways of like Mm. what they want. So that's where your like relationships and partnerships house is. And then for your work, let's see, where's that? Oh, okay. So your 12th house um, is like that. It's said to be the house of your kismet kismet person so like people that you are here to serve that your soul is here to serve and it's interesting that for you it is in Gemini which is where your Chiron is so remember how I said with Chiron it's like the wound that we can't really heal in ourselves Mm -hmm. but we're really good at healing in other people Mm -hmm. Um, so it just kind of brings it back to the whole notion of like okay if you help other people figure out that like not necessarily how you should act in each situation, but like when to use which energy, mm-hmm. then the more you're going to fulfill your purpose and the more you're going to heal that within yourself. Does, does that kind of make sense? Yeah, that does, definitely. Yeah. Interesting. 
Do you have any, any other questions? No, this is very, very interesting. And um, like you said, kind of validating, um, but also like, oh, wow, that makes sense. Why, <laughs> why some things, why I am some ways. <laughs> right, right. And it kind of like, I, I know for me, like it's helped me to get like unstuck in certain situations because sure. like I'm a Scorpio with a lot of stuff of my stuff in Libra. So it's like you and I are like almost opposite. Opposites, yeah. yeah. And I never like thought to even look at the Libra signs. Like I sure. really didn't know anything about it. But when I had my reading and like the more she went into it and I was like, yeah, that totally makes sense. Like yes. I'm like the most disorganized person ever and it drives me crazy. And she's like, it's because your Saturn is in Libra and Libra is all about harmony and order and if you don't have your life in order that's probably why you're feeling stuck and disorganized what about a disorganized libra because (laughs) you should see my desk it's a mess (laughs) but i know it's organized organized chaos right that's how chaos yeah that's how i like to describe that yeah (laughs) interesting okay so i so how can we how can we use this knowledge, right? To, um, I don't want to say, I don't want to see, say be better. Cause that doesn't, that doesn't make any sense, but to kind of work on the things that we might need to be working on. Mm-hmm. Um, or to- like the biggest thing is to have awareness into it. Mm-hmm. So like if something is going on and you are, um, like, again, if like, if you're feeling provoked, or if you're feeling stressed out, or if you're feeling like, okay, I'm really questioning myself here. Mm -hmm. That's when that's when I go back. And like, I look at my chart, and I say, like, okay, so this is this is the planet that I have in this chart. So like, I need to work on that. I need to heal, like, give this planet attention, and I need to heal it. Um, So like, just to take as an example, um, Let's just, since we are in Mercury retrograde, let's just take oh, Mercury. Are we? <laughs> yes. Oh. Okay. So your, your Mercury is actually in Libra. So your Mercury is in your sign. So mm. um, Mercury is planet of communication. So what I would say for you, it would be like, if you are, if you're struggling with communicating, or if you feel like maybe people are not hearing what you have to say, um, going back and looking at like Mercury and Libra, that would actually be, I think, easier for you because you can then go back to all of those characteristics of like, you know, what is Libra? What does Libra stand for? Um, and how might Libra react if, communications off she's probably going to feel like the that scale is tipping over to one side Mm -hmm. so then you ask yourself how do I tip it back to bring it back into harmony as it comes to communicating with other people Hmm. does that kind of answer that makes sense yeah that's that's very helpful very very insightful and again with like Saturn is another one that I like to use a lot because that was that's the one that I had a struggle with. Like mm-hmm. Saturn is like the disciplinarian and, you know, needs to get, likes to get stuff done. So if mm-hmm. you are feeling, if you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling like you're not, you're not doing much, again, you look at that, that Saturn in your Scorpio, which means, you know, 
um, getting back to that, um, going into action, um, even if it, you know, sometimes means being, you know, honest or direct with people, if that's mm-hmm. what's going to set you into that action and, um, you know, make you commit to whatever needs to be done, then that's the attention that you want to bring mm-hmm. to the planet. So it's almost like taking care of the planets that mm-hmm. are related to the struggle or the challenge that you are experiencing at the time. That's interesting. Okay. And I always encourage people to pay attention to the moon phases too. Okay. You know, if you find yourself sensitive, so if you find yourself sensitive to things like, um, Mercury retrograde or mm-hmm. the moon phases. So like maybe around new moon or around full moon, you experience like you, you notice a pattern mm-hmm. of experiencing different challenges, then you can actually look up to see which sign the moon is in at that time. And that will give you an indication of why you may be reacting the way that you're reacting. So like if, you know, if you feel yourself um, like feeling really, low, like you have a hard time getting going. That's Taurus energy. Taurus is um, very, very slow. It's like a slow and steady kind of energy. Um, Then, you know, we could be having full moon and Taurus during that time. There's an app that you can download. It's called Time Passages. Okay. And it tells you which um, sign the moon is in and which phase the moon is in so if you even wanted to like keep a journal yeah and kind of keep track of the things that you're struggling with it could be helpful to connect it to the moon energy at that time that's really cool i this is really very very interesting can, I just have one one final question. Um, mm-hmm. I don't want to keep you much longer. This is this has been very interesting, and you're great. So you're gonna do fabulous at this. Thank you're gonna, you. You're gonna. Um, so the so the ascending. Mm-hmm. So you know, and this is kind of. I don't. I don't want to sound silly. I will sound silly. It's fine. It's um, okay. You know, people will people will read like your horoscope or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. And you naturally just go to, okay, I know I'm Libra. Like, um, should, should we also be paying attention to the cancer since that's how people see me? Like, should I be, here I go with the balance. Should I be balancing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> should I be balancing? Yeah, you too? could be, okay. um, you could be, if you want to, but again, that's not, um, you are probably not going to be experiencing those things. Okay. It's more of how they're going to show up in you. Interesting. Okay. So yeah, I mean, it, it would definitely be good. So like, even if you're doing like, if you're watching readings on YouTube or something, I don't know if you do, but like yeah. card readings or something. Okay. Um, sometimes I will do my reading and then I'll do like the, my ascending just yeah. to kind of see what's, what's going on there too. Interesting. Very cool. This is, this is very eye-opening. I really, this is really, really interesting. So thank you for, for widening my knowledge base and opening my eyes to this. This is oh, very you're neat. welcome. Yeah. yeah. I and mean, that's definitely the goal is right. To get yeah. more people to 
um, open their mind to this kind of stuff because it really, it really is eye-opening and it can, it could definitely help you, especially if you're feeling stuck. For sure. For sure. Or not. No. Yeah. I mean, I think, gosh, who isn't feeling stuck right now? <laughs> <That's true>. <laughs> <laughs> that is for sure. Right. <laughs> so very cool. All right. This is, this is very interesting. Are you going to send this so I can, yes. I mean, I took a lot of notes, but this will be yeah. interesting. To I will look at. send you, um, okay. I'll send you the recording. I'll just send oh, you great. the audio recording because it's a shorter file. Sure. And then I'll send you a copy of your chart too. Very cool. All right. Well, thank you so much. How are you're you, welcome. you're doing okay. The family's doing okay. Yes. Yes. Thankfully good. everybody's Absolutely. doing good. Good, 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 good. All right. Well, it was nice to see you. You too. You too. Thank you. Stop sharing so I can actually okay. see you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Very cool. This was great. Thank you so much. Awesome. You're so welcome. How many more do you have to do? Are you um, doing? I'm I think I have like 23 or 22 more. Oh wow. Wow. As practice. And then okay. I can start like Do you feel like you're using a lot of energy doing these? Or is it like rewarding for you? I don't. For me, it's like, yeah. For me, it's oh, cool. it's it, recharging me to nice. do this nice because it's you know my passion is to open people's eyes and minds yeah. and hearts and yeah very cool well I'm gonna get in tune to my um spiritual self so thank you yeah, awesome. <laughs> I think actually my midhaven was actually also in Pisces really yeah interesting yeah very cool. I always notice the similarities in the charts first those are like the first things I go to because I can then speak from my own experiences and really like share it from that perspective too. Yeah. No, that's really good. Very cool. All right. Well, thank you. You have a good night. You too. All right. Bye. Bye.